everyone who knows me knows that my dogs are never short on outfits. I buy leashes and collars like some people buy shoes and handbags. And my favorite collar is Iggy's custom-made Paco collar. Paco collars are 100% handmade from scratch by an amazing staff of artists, and the quality really is unparalleled. My dogs can't have collars that don't withstand wear and tear. They hike, they swim, they roll on dead stuff. These collars are guaranteed to last a lifetime, and they're designed to be worn by active dogs like mine. Iggy's collar is perfect for her. It's got purple stones, stars, and a beautiful design. There are literally thousands of design options to choose from, but don't worry. The staff at Paco loves helping customers pick out the best collar for their pets. That's exactly what they did when I went to their booth with Iggy. And they make stuff for humans too, so get over to PacoCollars.com and buy the best collar you've ever had, and don't forget to enter promo code COGDOG for free shipping. Dog People of the Internet, Worked Up Camp is happening. You can get all of the information for it over on the Worked Up Camp event page. Just search Worked Up Camp on Facebook. You can also find it on the Cognitive Canine Facebook page. And you have to click either Going or Interested, and then you're going to get all of the updates that are posted to that page. What you need to know right now is that registration applications open April 15th. I'm only going to take those applications for a 10-day period, and then I'm going to let people know who is in as far as working spots go. So you've got to get your application filled out and sent over to me between April 15th and April 25th. So if you get the application in during that time, you'll be considered to have a working spot. But in order to get that application, you've got to get over to that event page and join it so that you can get all of those updates. And I hope to see your application soon. Hey there, dog people of the internet. It's me, Sarah Strumming of The Cognitive Canine, and this is Cog Dog Radio, a podcast about all things dog sports and dog training. Join me as I explore my cases and considerations regarding the behavior of the dogs we live and play with. I hope you enjoy it. Okay, today we are diving in to Nylif Part 2, or just a continued discussion on the Nothing in Life is Free protocol. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, which was all about uh, Nylif Part 1, I recommend you do that. And if you're a pet dog trainer who is, or a performance dog trainer who's not familiar with Nylif, I also, and that's again Nylif, Nothing in Life is Free, I also recommend that you Google it because I'm not going to go in super detail as far as how to do it, how to carry it out for a couple of reasons. Number one, there's actually a lot of different ways to do it. And number two, um, I don't recommend it. So I'm not going to tell you how to do it. (laughs) Um, So in part one, I discussed why, or I'm sorry, I discussed that it does actually work. It is actually effective um, in that there's some research that supports it and people are having some success with it. And it works only for, it's only been demonstrated to work for a couple of different behavior problems, mostly involving aggression. So not so much things like separation anxiety, um, noise phobias, things like that, but more what we would call kind of household related issues like owner-directed aggression or dog-dog aggression within the home. 
those are the things that it's been demonstrated to help out. So if it's, if it works, Sarah, why are you so opposed to it? I talked a little bit about why I'm opposed to it in part one, but I'm going to talk today about why I think it works because that lends us to understand, I think a little better why I don't care for it so much. So let's talk for just a second about reinforcement and punishment. Reinforcement by definition builds behavior and punishment by definition suppresses behavior. So if we're looking to build up, say, um, positive behaviors between dogs in the home, we would utilize reinforcement to make that happen. We could use either positive reinforcement, feed the dogs for being near each other peacefully in the same room, or we could use negative reinforcement, give the dogs space from each other when they act appropriately towards each other. Or we could use punishment. We could use positive punishment like corrections, implementing um, a correction, yelling, throwing something, shaking the dog, flipping the dog, spraying the dog with water, anything like that when the dog acted aggressively towards his housemate. That's positive punishment. Or negative punishment, we could utilize timeouts. We could remove the dog um, from the situation, from the social environment, or remove ourselves from the environment when the dog was acting inappropriately. And these are kind of all options to respond to aggression in the moment. Nylif isn't about responding to aggression in the moment. It's this kind of sub-suggestion. So any behaviorist or behavior specialist who is going to be recommending Nylif to treat a behavior problem in the household should also probably have some real behavior modification going on in the household. So maybe actively figuring out how to help these dogs feel better around each other, act better around each other. And then for some reason, Nylif is always kind of tacked on. And by doing so, they also tack on some heavy environmental management. And the heavier that you envir- I'm sorry, that you manage your, your environment, of course, the fewer incidences of behavior problems you're going to see. If dogs are behind gates, in crates, on leashes, constantly being managed as far as their access to resources like going outside or getting on couches, you will certainly see fewer incidences of aggression. And I'm I'm not going to argue with that. Um but understand that an environment like that, while maybe not high in punishment, you know, maybe the same trainer is utilizing reinforcement-based techniques to help the dogs be better with each other or be better with um, their owners. These environments that are highly restrictive may not be high in punishment, but they're certainly low on reinforcement. So, what happens then when you have a be- when you have an environment that's low in reinforcement is we remove one kind of major primary reinforcer from the dog's lives, which is control. So primary reinforcers are those reinforcers that don't need to be conditioned. Um, The dog, the person, the sloth, the rat, the goldfish, anything just kind of comes out of the womb seeking out those primary reinforcers. And they can change certainly throughout the individual's life, but they're things that don't need to be taught. They're things that are innately understood kind of biologically to be good by the organism that we're talking about. And control has been demonstrated again and again in studies to be one of those primary reinforcers. And I see it as a major primary reinforcer for 
my dogs, my clients' dogs, certainly my border collies. I think if you if they could make a hierarchy of their reinforcers, I think most border collies would put control at the top of the list. And I think that makes sense when you think about um, what they were bred to do, which is control uh, large flocks of livestock. So when you remove that kind of major primary reinforcer of control, you actually reduce kind of the animal's overall access to reinforcement. And then you just produce an animal that behaves less because the function of behavior is reinforcement. Behavior happens because it's reinforced. And so when there's just less reinforcement in the environment, which I think is what happens in Nylif, just fewer reinforcers are available and certainly a lot less control is available to the dog. Um, you just have a dog that behaves less. They do less. And then it appears to work because the dog isn't doing that much because they're, so their environment is managed and then they're also not doing that much. And so the data would show that their incidences of aggression are fewer. My argument against this, I guess, is you know, at what cost? And I once heard somebody describe depression as a chronic lack of positive reinforcement. And being someone who has suffered severe depression in my life, I would have to agree with that statement. And if you've experienced either a chronic or acute depression that is severe, you understand that just getting out of bed feels like the hardest thing in the world. And you don't want to do as much. So I'm not really, you know, suggesting that dogs in a Nylif protocol are all depressed. But I am suggesting a little bit that this reduction in behavior overall looks like depression to me, because that's what depression is. It's a reduction in behavior. Um, You know, besides just being a deep dark hole (laughs) to be in if we reduce it to the sum of its parts um, when an individual is depressed they do less it's a major symptom of depression and these animals in Nylif also do less they behave less they act less because there's just less reinforcement available to them and again I'm gonna come around to the fact that this might be hurting us more than it's hurting them even. Um, I thought about it last night. I got home super late from teaching a seminar and my little Felix woke up. It was the middle of the night. He was the only one that woke up and he came running to me and I just immediately dropped everything and fell to my knees and he put his front feet up on my shoulders and kissed my face and I just, we had this big hug. And I can't imagine having asked him to sit before that hug, that feels ridiculous to me. And that feels like it takes something away from my relationship with him and my enjoyment of him. Um, and so, again, it's just not something I'm willing to do. And, and again, in the Nylif protocol, dogs aren't really supposed to sleep on the bed. They are supposed to only be invited onto furniture. And when I laid down, finally, I, you know, put things away, went to bed when I laid down. I mean, he jumps on the bed and lays on top of me and it's dark and I'm exhausted and if I'm supposed to ask him to sit before he can get up on the bed again this is too hard for me and I think it's probably too hard for our clients and I think that we really miss out on 
that deeper connection that we can have with our dogs when we kind of ignore these archaic protocols, just look at reinforcement as a means to build behavior instead, and not worry about this stuff so much. So switching gears just a tiny bit, I want to mention that the Fenzy Dog Sports Academy spring term opens for registration in just a couple of days. When you hear this, um, you'll be two days away from registration. Registration is March 22nd. And I'm teaching two classes this term. I'm teaching jumping gymnastics with Leslie Ide. This is a super fun jumping class where we talk about you know, how to actually train dogs how to jump and then how to prepare their bodies physically for jumping with great strength building and conditioning exercises and workouts. Um, It's been really vital to my dog's jumping ability and we love teaching it as a workshop. So join us over on Fenzy Academy for jumping gymnastics. And then I've also got a brand new course, Arousal Layering Games. If you're a fan of Worked Up, you have got to get into arousal layering games because it's basically everything I've learned while teaching worked up across the world for the last year and a half. It's fantastic. All the games are really fun. We also talk about some concepts that I think might be missing pieces to worked up. So if you, whether you're a worked up graduate or not, I think jumping in on arousal layering games is worth it for you for sure. Gold spots were lottery. They've already been selected, but silver and bronze will be open on March 22nd, so definitely don't miss out. Thanks for listening to CogDog Radio. If you have questions or suggestions, shoot them over to CogDogRadio at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like the Cog Dog Radio Facebook page. And until next time, happy training.